everyone's whispering the whole movie. So that's why shit happens. So you get shot in the face. Ah! You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. What's that? A spooky squad? Hello. <laughs> Just a horde of spooky squads <laughs> surrounding us. Oh my god. What's Guys, that behind you? It's been, it's been so long. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're so sorry. <laughs> November was front loaded with a lot of a lot of emotions. A lot of yeah. emotions, both positive and negative. Yeah, November was acting up. I had so, to put it in its place. I had to beat her ass. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Well, I'm not trying to say like in like a domestic violence way and more of like a disrespectful child way, which I guess is still violence. Eh. <laughs> you How <know>. are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm great. Uh, I've missed you so much. This is great. Guys, this is the magic that helps this podcast is the connection that Sonique and I have. I legitimately care about her, which is why we're going to not fucking talk about me. And we're going to talk about Sonique. What's up? What's not new in the like real scheme of things? But to our listeners, it might be brand new. Wow. My favorite topic. Me. Um... Yes, if, yeah, I'm engaged. I'm getting married. Oh, book! You can't see it. Again, not a visual medium yet. Hint, we'll see. But there's, <laughs> there's, there's the biggest rock on her hand right now. Her left hand, oh. she can't even lift it up. Okay, you're being extra. I'm being a tad extra, but it's, it's, it's. It's like it's glinty, though. Ring. It's glinty, she's, yeah. She's she's a little she's a little glitzy. She's got a little bit of the razzle dazz. Um, yeah, and it happened on October thirty first, my favorite day of the year. So, yeah, the best see, day for many reasons. Now, had had people taken us up on our Patreon that we talked about last time, and they paid to have spooky dinner with you and Evan, they could have witnessed it. Mm-hmm. But they fucked up. That would have been so cute and not awkward at all. I mean, we're surrounded by spooky squads right now. What's what difference would it have been if they were there on the precursor to what will be the happiest day of your life? Which is that's no, we don't have to. That's an odd no. thing. To <laughs> no, 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 no. It's totally fine because it's 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 ingrained in our culture. I don't believe it's the happiest day of my life, and I think it's also why I'm not stressed out about it. Yeah, I mean, we're all, it's also far in the future, but it's like. I think the best way to not be anxious about why. your wedding is to not think that it is the happiest day of your life. <laughs> I don't see why people stress out about planning a wedding. You just you rent the rec center. My cousin, <laughs> my cousin's got a couple card tables we can set up. Domino's delivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is yeah. also a solid tie-in because there's some little <laughs> wedding things in the movie we're going to talk about. But, you know, what if I didn't want to wait to hear this podcast and hear the great news about weddings and spooky weddings? What if I wanted to see you tweet about them? Where could I find them? <laughs> They're going to say, live, live stream my wedding. <laughs> if, there's, you don't have a say in the matter. It's already going to be live streamed well, with or without your approval. You send me tips. Um, Only you can fans. Follow- <laughs> 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 An OnlyFans wedding. Okay, you you said that it, I, this totally derails your setup. But just last night we were talking about like budget stuff, and it's like I should just start an OnlyFans just to save up for the wedding. And Evan's like, "Oh, we can add it into like our invite. So instead of like a honey fund, like a link to your OnlyFans." <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, it's just like shit. What was it? Uh, damn, I had a really good tagline. I forgot it now, but it's like, but it involves whole. Damn. <laughs> I forget. I can only imagine where that was going. Yeah, it was so good. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at say underscore anything. That's S-E-Y underscore anything. You can also find me on Instagram at say underscore Smythe. That's S-E-Y underscore S-M-Y-T-H-E. How about you, Andrew? <laughs> Kick it over to Andrew. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can find me 
on Twitter at Andrew underscore on underscore drums. You can also find me on Instagram at Andrew John Baldwin. That's John, J-O-H-N. Also, this is not a note to just Sonique, but I am an ordained minister if anybody needs an officiant. <laughs> My are rates really? are reasonable. Hell yeah, I've done like three weddings, maybe four. Are you serious? Steve. Leah. Yeah, I've done three. No, I've done four. I've done you're four just saying, weddings. You're just, you're just listening off white people names. You yeah, because they were white way. people weddings. <laughs> what do you Steve, Lydia, Scott, Adam, Mike. Hey, these, <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. I wed white people because <laughs> black people know better. I know I would you you would not be officiating my wedding. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I want you to know that in the first wedding I officiated, I quoted Spider-Man 2 or 3. I quoted one of the Spider-Man. I really hope it wasn't 3 because that's the worst one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, I think it no, it was it was 2. I quoted Spider-Man 2, and there was not a dry eye in the house. I'm not going to go into why I tied it into an actual, like, heartfelt sentiment, but I killed it. Question, where is the rom-com where instead it's like, oh my god, like, you know, always the bridesmaid, never the bride, but it's like always the officiant, never the groom. And it's just about this one friend who's ordained and he, like, marries all his friends, but he's just, like, looking for love. I have made that joke so many times. And it's just times. called, marry me. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to write that after our. Uh, should we write <laughs> So So we have, I'm not kidding. We should put this on your fucking cork board. <laughs> so we have, we have the Cherry Falls reboot. We have yes. the, um, the show that's going to more go in on the terrors of sundown towns. More so than Lovecraft. Because that was, I feel just like a. Thing built into their story they weren't exploring mm. it explicitly and right, then we right. have we have marry me question mark and don't forget our future full-length musical um Sonique's wedding yeah guys streamed you... on only fans <laughs> <laughs> but no deadass would you guys like watch any of those let us know on our social on a... media which is what we die first pod both things twitter and instagram you can reach out to us and tell us hey hey you kids i'd love to see cherry falls or hey you kids marry me that sounds like a movie that already exists if that's the case don't fucking tell us because it's really mean we have this idea we're excited about it yeah don't okay? tell us we're not original we're not about that yeah that's like violence but you know what also is an original breaking and entering <laughs> <laughs> some beanies some beanies wow i just like based on true events <sighs> i so sh to quote sonique let's get into it <laughs> <laughs> do i say that much let's get into it. <laughs> enough that i think it's honest to say it's a sonique line mine no, is no i probably no i think i do and i'd love to do a compilation of saying let's get into it <laughs> Um, so let's, yeah, I can I think I'm making it worse in my head. So let's dive in. Let's, I don't think you've ever said that, but it's a No, I think it's let's line. get into it. I think it's, I think yours is just stoked. Yeah, I, I don't think I've said it yet today. Still a chance. Yeah, there's still, there's still time stoked. Still time. <laughs> um. No, yeah, no, we watched this fucking movie, The Strangers. Did you like this? Okay, so I watched it <laughs> when it came out, you know, with the, you're in a group of friends, maybe you're trying to get with one of them, and you're all like cuddling cute and close, you're like, ooh, spooky. And then- We so, get it, you fuck. I didn't say that. There's, a, like, there's time for me to say stoked this in context. Has, there's time for me- <laughs> If there's one thing Andrew Baldwin has done- is he's laid the pipe as, as some someone has rapped that to me once um anyway uh, we won't go into that that's a whole nother story of failed rapper friends but 
um you know i at the time it holds a place in my heart because there were some scenes in it that i do very much like but yes upon rewatching it i was there are just so many things where i was like not digging it i don't like it's it's Liv tyler right she cannot act and oh man it really <laughs> it just pissed me off how soft spoken and breathy she was she the entire time there's a difference between not speaking loud to alert somebody that you know but they they're clearly they're ghosts they're around they they are wherever they want to be and she'll just be whispering like don't go in there don't go yeah what's that Uh, what's that noise or you know <laughs> so this whole movie is ASMR, yo. That truly <laughs> Yeah, no, I I did not I I I think similar to you. What was that accent? Similar to you? Similar to you. <laughs> um <laughs> oh, wow, I'm Australian. <laughs> so random. So random. Anyway, um similar to you though, I watched this movie, I think when it came out, not in theaters, maybe when it came out on DVD or whatever. Thought it was super creepy. And then watching it again now was like, wow, this movie's fucking boring. I don't like it. Right. And, I, and it's not because it's a slow burn. I love – this is actually my cup of tea when it comes to a horror movie. Like, like, okay, we've got killers that have no clear motive. They're just fucked up and doing some fuck shit. We've got like a home invasion. It's like quiet. It's creepy. But – there are so many other movies that do this premise way better. I recommend Hush is one that's really good where the protagonist is a deaf woman and is being stalked in her home. Um, there's also Funny Games, which is terrifying, which is similar. Two people break into these people's house and terrorize them and there's no clear reason. But this one is just kind of – it's just boring. It was boring. Liv Tyler isn't – I'm sorry, like, she is She is a perfect example of nepotism. Like, she's gorgeous. I'm sure she's a very nice white lady, but she's not engaging at all. I, I didn't care about her. I didn't care about her, her weird boyfriend slash not fiance. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I cared about the friend who got shot in the head. I cared about that right. guy. That was so. There were there were shining moments in this movie, and then just so, to give the complete synopsis, that it's just this couple that were at a wedding and then staying at a cabiny lake house. It wasn't. It was like a a summer home, apparently. That the, yeah, the guy's family owned or something, and but in the middle go- of nowhere. Yeah, and he was going to, he was going, uh, it was James, right? It's James mm-hmm. and Kristen. Kristen. And then, mm-hmm. and then James, so the premise is that they're at this home, and then these three max, masked strangers just start terrorizing them before eventually killing them. And that's more or less it, right? And then they mm-hmm. throw in the random, like, B plot line of that he proposed to her at this wedding and she which is a just huge said, faux pas which is yeah and then something i didn't get shockingly 10 years ago you know where <laughs> that couldn't have been further from my mind is just how ridiculous all of these are in action and in thought because he proposes to her in the parking lot of his wedding, like walking out to the car. So that's ridiculous. But like, also, if you're going to propose at a wedding, just be a huge dick and do it during the reception and ruin the day for everyone. Like, if yeah. you must, yeah, <laughs> go big or go home, you know. And then she still loves him. It's not a I don't love you. We're not doing this. She just and at one point in the movie, she goes. And this is before the fuckery happens, right? With the the masked people, they're all they're just being sad together in the house. And she goes, "I'm just not ready." And you know, I feel in this day and age, or at least with you know our generation and younger, if you were to just be like, "Yeah, I'm still really in love with you," I just I feel like we need to wait. I feel there's a lot of practicality behind that. Like, hey, I got oh, a yeah. I got a lot of student loan debt that I want to like hammer out a little bit of before your name's tied into that. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, you know, it wouldn't. And then besides, like, 
that's all it did was to to make that tension between them two and i feel it was unnecessary yeah well so i think it was necessary to have the tension in the relationship because i think it's like oh you know flawed relationship and this is the thing that bonds them ish <laughs> like being terrorized by psychos if, is a way to bring them together <laughs> if that is the context that writer and director really needed then yes arguably yeah. you could say this this movie could have gone better or equally as mediocre without it but i think it would have been more interesting like you said if there was real if the stakes in the relationship were higher yeah, to make it, this make sense because it, it is you're right like oh i'm just not ready okay that's like pretty reasonable it isn't like a full-on we are breaking up but he treats it that way because when they get to mm-hmm. the house he's like he calls his friends um poor poor mike like hey i need you to come you know pick me up in the morning because i'm like going and i'm like dude chill like she just won't get married to you now she might later <laughs> relax (laughs) i really like just right i know we're not our usual format spooky squad we're not doing the kind of beat by beat analysis because you basically know the movie now (laughs) (laughs) so we'll just kind of i feel we'll just kind of like go through things that uh trip our triggers as we kind of go through in our heads what happened so at the beginning let's just start with it it does the big old based on true events and I have always hated this. I mean, with all movies and shows that do this, but this one in particular, because it's setting it up and definitely playing the ignorant viewer angle of you're going to read more into this as real, which makes, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's real to you, it's more scary. But this is based for the writer based it off of the the Manson Tate murders. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, Home and the Keddie Cabin murders, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then also based on the fact that home invasions happen. Not a specific one, just that they Thank you. happen. I'm like, that's that, that's like saying... <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying Batman's based on true events because people take law into their own hands. Thank you. That was my exact issue because, like, again, because similarly when I saw... I mean, it's doing the thing that... Um, I guess, I mean, a, a lot of horror movies have done this. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre did this. But it was really, it was inspired by murder. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> inspired like, by murder. Because murders happen. So, like, you know, but, but you know, I almost I almost give Texas Chainsaw a pass because it, um, oh, we didn't even tell you guys what this fucking month is. This, this two weeks of November. It's No Neighbors November. So this is why we chose this movie. <laughs> I just remember that, like, oh shit, yeah, that's what's happening. That's the context. But like, no, I almost give Texas Chainsaw a pass with that bullshit because it does have kind of like a cinema verite feel. So it feels almost like it's I'm watching this happen. But this is so clearly not based off of anything that actually happened. It's just like you said, home invasions have happened where people were killed seemingly for no real reason aside from the people just wanting to kill that's not yeah. really warrant a base on a true story it's, so it was such a bummer fuck you brian like. bertino <laughs> <laughs> well and like you were saying even with texas chainsaw massacre for you know you know because saying you know loose like inspired by things well one of the inspirations for that was ed gein right who yeah who made fucking humans like suits out of people and skin yeah he loved he loved him really well on on etsy i think so well especially because people are too you know people are too afraid to go out to boutique stores to get handmade leather goods this is the time to shine i know support small businesses like ed keen's leather shop (laughs) ed keen's leather emporium (laughs) classy establishment (laughs) (laughs) but you but you know it's like so even though like that is so outlandish but equally as outlandish as the real story if you're saying this is based on a true event because someone tied someone up in a home invasion and stabbed them i'm like well that's so mundane in the world of horror i'm like this this might as well have not existed (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, go big or go home, okay? Don't don't just if I wanted to watch the strangers, I'd just watch the evening news. I I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And I think um I don't know. I guess it just you know, I, I don't know what what to say about what else makes it boring. I think it's just like for me, man, it was it was a live time. <laughs> it's just like yeah, she's, the people. She's just not interest. It's not interest. Like there's there's nothing interesting about the movie aside from the fact that oh no, people are trying to kill us in our house, which I guess taps into a very real fear because it's like it's your home. Home invasion is terrifying for most people, but I think they rested on the laurels of that premise being scary without actually making it scary. I mean, I think the only part that I'm like, ooh, that's good, was like um towards the very end when they're tied up and she's begging them and she's like why are you doing this to us and the girl says because you were home that was the scariest moment that's the scariest moment because there have been instances where people are just thrill killers they just kill because it's fun and you just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time we kill you that's what it is that was great and i almost wish they had somehow were able to take that one line and make that the entire movie it would have been so good but it just like Similar to a Funny Games. Funny Games takes that premise and the whole movie is this. Like, I am terrified for this family because I feel like I know who they are. I understand who they are. And I understand that fear of like, I am being terrorized by evil. That's just evil. There's no rhyme or reason. They're just bad people. And they are getting thrills out of doing this to me. You don't get that feeling from the killers in this. It's just like they just are crazy, but they're not like, they're not fun. <laughs> There's no charisma well, with them, you know? <laughs> for me, it was, it was, well, I was watching this a little more critically than I was when I was 18, right? So, <laughs> so then, um, one of the things for me, watching it in that, with that mind frame, uh, frame of mind is that it was really easy to be taken out of the movie because like you were saying, just not a lot was yeah. happening to keep me in. So then, you know, if a moment, it was really easy for a good moment to flounder for me with, you know, the focus is so much on just Kristen for like for a bulk of the movie, for the couple at least, right? It's mm-hmm. mostly on her um, because at one point, you know, she... <laughs> And it was just a lot of dumb things. It started off like what it would be a moment that started off with me screaming, like, don't go in there. What like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't be left alone in this house. And then it was very easy to just be because that was kind of being in the movie. You know, I'm in it enough to be upset at the decision this character's making. But yeah. then I would be like, oh, that was a really weird acting choice. So I'm taken out of it again. But I, you know, right. wasn't in it enough to ignore that and i'm really good at missing things someone will be like oh how did you like how did you like that movie that acting was so bad i'm like oh i I didn't notice because this thing was so good to me and Mm -hmm. i didn't have that well but in a movie like this it's so easy to notice it because there's not much else it's not it isn't like a slasher it's not like it's not supernatural so there isn't like a lot of bells and whistles happening around that I'm willing to forgive this thing. The other things are good because it is a very self-contained movie. It literally is in this house and around this house with only three characters that at any point really say anything aside from like the three other killers who are mostly silent. You you have to really bring it like you can't like this requires like some really fucking good acting to make it work. Otherwise, it's just Liz, Liv Tyler being her afraid voice is uh, I think. Oh, I think those those guys came back. Oh, right. She oh, honey, sounds honey, like she- honey. Honey, get back soon, please. Like, like she's she's acting like oh, she burnt the the apple pie before Thanksgiving. I need you to get back with the pie crust so I can make it yeah. before the guests come. It's actually no. I think most most people would be more <laughs> frantic about that than oh, I'm kind of scared. There's someone outside, clearly trying to get into the house. Oh, babe, um, just just get back. Like, why are you yeah, not more scared? She's, she's just. <laughs> Honestly, it's I've in recent memory, I've not watched something and been so put off 
by the acting. And like you said, mm-hmm. I can't, re- I guarantee I've seen things with her in it and I can't recall anything because that's not the point. But in I this mean, movie, she's, she's never really been a good actress. I mean, she's an Armageddon. Okay. Well, then I don't feel bad saying she's a piece of shit. <laughs> but I mean, you know, in this movie, if I had to base her entire acting career off of this movie, I would think, yeah, okay, you you have the one voice and then you can scream randomly. Like one of my, the notes I wrote while I was watching it is at the end, she had to speak in a whisper the entire movie to save her voice to scream at the end once is how she treated her role. <laughs> She's like, she would start raising a couple decibels and be like, no, no, calm down, Liv. Calm down. You have to scream in two hours. Yes. That's exactly it. Okay. So let's do this. Let's, because again, I think I think we both can agree that this movie had potential, but it just sucked because I think bad acting and just maybe some bad writing too. I think some weird choices that were made in like the story. If you could recast this movie, um, we don't even talk about the guy, the guy, I, and he's even like less memorable than she is. Like she's literally in the movie with somebody else. I don't fucking know who the Scott Speedman, who is he? Yeah. You know, it's like, he just plays the soft spoken emotional uh, yeah, guy. And like the best performance he did is when, so the one one scene, I think like, me personally, I'll say we'll mention a couple scenes throughout the the episode, but the one scene where we get some solid acting from him or and story plot good mo- uh, good moment is when so the friend that he had called to pick him up finally comes and they've been terrorized for for a while at this point. And the guy comes in, sees like their car smash. Well, his car, they throw up like a brick or shoot his window or something. Mm-hmm. So then he gets out and he starts exploring the house. And then we see the one bag faced murderer and he's going to axe him in the back. And then unbeknownst to both of them, Kristen and James are hiding in the bedroom closet with a shotgun. So then when their friend Michael leans in, he just says, hello, really quiet and gets shot in the face, which mm-hmm. I was like, man, that was a good moment plot wise because he yes. would have laid out bag face had the friend not have come. Yeah. So that was, you know, and but so he reacts to that like, oh, fuck, I shot a friend of mine and killed him. Right. And that was that was a great moment. But then also to not not to detract from the great moment that so much of this movie, I feel, could have been solved if people just like spoke up like who would, I would not enter my friend's home. Like I would have walked Thank into my you. friend's house after seeing all this shit thrown around, glass broken out. I would have been like, yo, friend, what's wrong? I wouldn't tiptoe thinking Thank you. You know, I would, you know how I would act in this movie? It'd be like me when I was a little kid going out of the basement and I'm like, hey, you ghost, I know you're down here. Like, I was like, I would shout and be like, hey, I'm not scared of you. Like, I was <laughs> like, I'm not tiptoeing. I'm like, I'm making my presence known. I'm going full soprano, just like, hello. Like, where are you? I'm here for you. Like, I'm screaming. I'm not walking in like, because the music was playing and he's just like, Mike is everyone's whispering the whole movie, so that's why shit happens. So you get shot in the face. If you, if I don't tell you any any words of advice, listeners, you when you say soft spoken, you get shot in the face. Speak up for yourself. That's what I said. I'm like, and that's also <laughs> why I'm not, I'm never the good friend that shows up like, yo, I need you to come get me because I'm worried that I'm gonna get shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and also too, before he gets shot in the face. How many times can we say shot in the face? But before he, <laughs> before that happens, his hello that he says, it's not like hello, which would have been equally as, you know, startling to James and Kristen. And he still would have gotten shot at the point in which he said it because he waited to get halfway through the house. Mm-hmm. But even right before he gets shot, he goes, hello. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> like announce it's these fuckers didn't take improv. You know, you get on stage and you announce like, I'm here. This is my deal. (laughs) But but not these guys. No, these guys are fucking like, they're waiting to be invited into the scene and for me to tell you who you are. And that's not playing selfishly. I can't tell you who you are, man. They're that person that just goes, it's like, I'm here for the thing. 
What thing? <laughs> the thing. You remember? Oh, fuck you. Shut. Quit asking and questions. Save the same way at improv. I just shoot you the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> now you're out of the seat. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, you're so right. So like, it's it's just... It, it, it's this is one of those movies where people are just behaving stupidly and, and exactly also i have a hard time believing that um no one heard gunshots no matter well, how remote they were because they didn't well, look that. they didn't look remote enough like i grew yeah. up in the country i could hear I was someone under the imp- sh- no yeah i could hear someone no, shoot no, a gun on the other side of my subdivision I'm like, yeah, I was under the impression that they were in the middle of nowhere. And they are, they said it was, this movie was shot in rural South Carolina. Is it supposed to be in rural South Carolina? But it seems like, well, the fact that there's fucking Mormon kids handing out religious tracts means that you're not that far out because you're close enough where they're like riding their bikes and shit. Like, right. House, like there has to be something close by for these little children to be like out, you know, more Mormonizing, Mormoning. Yeah, you know, Mormoning. <laughs> they're, they're common Mormoning. Uh, I will say, though, there there are many sprinkles throughout this movie of, I feel, really great moments. Like, one of the first great, great moments, and this image has stuck with me since I saw it the first time, because I just thought it was so clever, is, uh, mm-hmm. so James has gone to go get Kristen's cigarettes because she needed them. At four in the morning. She's jonesing. And so she goes into the kitchen. Let's <laughs> go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so Kristen goes into the kitchen to get a glass of water. And then it's like subtle. They don't draw attention to it. But she's just, you know, putzing around in the kitchen. And then the bag-faced killer just walks. like, And his bag face, because it's white, comes. And you can see it in the shadow of the doorway to the hallway in the mm-hmm. living room. And he's just stands there watching her for like the scene. And then he just slow, like for minutes, I feel he's there. And then he just turns around and there's no noise. He just turns around and then she <laughs> turns around and he's gone. Like she had no idea. And I thought that was very clever because that would scare the shit out of me. That's how crazy yes. someone in that situation is. Like they're just, staring at me like he could have fucked her up then but no he needed to wait several yeah. hours and they're like nice little yeah it's like, a long game it's the long game and you know they're just really just them fucking with them for so long like there's a scene where the fireplace is causing smoke so she undo or she fucks with the smoke detector and it falls down but then she comes into the living room and sees that it's been put together and is sitting on a chair and just doing dumb things like that to mess with them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's really effective and creepy. So I will say they did those little things pretty nicely. Yeah. The nuts and bolts are there. Like the, the fr- like there's, there's stuff in this movie. It's just like, I think not executed that well. And again, the acting is rough. Um, it just doesn't, you know who I would want, I would have liked to have seen in this. Who? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Who? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. Like instead of Liv Tyler, I feel like they're they're both actresses of the same, um, uh, you know, similar age. But I feel like Maggie Gyllenhaal, I think, is someone who is a little bit underrated, and I think could have done really well in this. I think she's good at. She's good at, um, I think she's good at conveying heavy emotions without going over the top. And I think mm-hmm. this is what this movie needed is like someone to be like pretty subtle. I think the problem is that Liv Tyler played it too subtle. You had to find that like the good balance of like, um, playing afraid, but in like a very understated way. Cause, cause it's, it's a, this movie yeah. is a thriller. It's more creepy than it is like full out horror scary, right? And I think that maybe if this was recast, it could have been a little For me, I would like to see... So now I do... I I was going to say the relationship tension. I would like... There has to be more stakes, right? So Mm -hmm. kind of what you were saying where that needed to be there. 
I think so. I now will flip flop and say I agree with you, but just you know, like we were saying, it has to be heightened because for me, how would that really make anything in this movie? Like, what would be the point? And it would mm-hmm. be so there would be you know maybe trust issues, but then they would have to play out in the context like you have to trust me to run to the shed and get this radio working and then you know i don't know how intense the trust issues would have to be like i don't trust you you're just gonna like leave me to die and run off or something i feel Mm -hmm. that would maybe make it a little more interesting i'm just trying to think of how the relationship dynamic would play into it I think at the end of the day, where movies like that, like this, I think you can get away with not really making the characters be that well-rounded or interesting in some horror movies because they're just like, you know, you're really just here just to see people get stabbed in the throat. But like for a movie like this, you it really does hinge on the relationships and understanding who these people are, so we care about what's happening to them. And I think I think they I think they could have still done it. Um, because the movie, the movie kind of starts you in the middle of it all. So you, you get in the middle of the tension because they get back from that. Well, aside from yeah. the opening scene when they're found. But like it starts off with them coming back from this this wedding and like, okay, there's tension here. But I think it's possible to establish that quickly. But you also have to, A, trust your actors to be able to convey that. And the right, I think you have to, the writing has to be a bit better to kind of make it you can do it quickly in, in the beginning. It doesn't have to be that. We don't have to see them traveling or see the wedding. You're just like, I don't know. It's just, they're just missing shit. I, okay. I almost want to, do you want to do funny games for next week? Because Let's I keep comparing them in my mind. And I think funny games is a one that's very similar of, it's a family this time that's being terrorized by these guys, but they do it really fucking well like and it's it's what actually one of those movies that i saw only one time because it fucking scared me so much i have not watched it again i'm willing to watch it again because like that movie is actually excellent (laughs) it's so fucking good all right it's very upsetting (laughs) perfect that's what we that's what the spooky squad wants to be upset well there are also people in the middle of nowhere so perfect no neighbors (laughs) (laughs) i i feel i going back to like casting i was thinking i mean the the guy and again like it could doesn't have to be a hetero couple but in the instance of this movie the guy Mm -hmm. realistically like could be a mediocre actor like he was Mm -hmm. but i feel because kristen had more screen time like that character would be really carrying this movie on their shoulder like realistically if that character were cast better this mm-hmm. movie i think would have it would be leagues better than it was yeah yeah and I, I i morally i hate that you know we have to put this much weight on like the one like female character but the reality is that it that she is the one that it, the movie really is focusing on and if she can't carry it then it's just it just doesn't it just falls flat you're right. You need to have a stronger actor in this. And Liv Tyler, again, sure, she's a lovely, <laughs> lovely lady. But I just – I don't think I've ever seen anything she's been in that I was like, wow, Liv Tyler really brought it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, she killed it Where, in this. where is that EGOT? Um. No, every movie I've seen, she plays the same kind of soft-spoken, sweet character and seems like a nice person but just doesn't do anything that's interesting. And – I think it's one of the reasons why, and God, this is going to sound so fucking sexist, but I think it's one of the reasons why she's so often the uh, supporting romantic character as opposed to being the protagonist in movies because she's not that interesting to me. Sorry. Well, she can also, if you know, she was the same person she was, but a man. I also think I would not find male Liv Tyler interesting. I don't think I'd find Taylor Liv that interesting. Um. <laughs> no, I agree. I think you'd be equally like while wow, you're just like a real like again. You seem you're nice. all right. You're nice, but I don't. A lot of... You know what she is? Um, except this person does get leading roles, and I don't know why. It's like an Owen Wilson. It's like you're nice, <laughs> I guess, but I don't like you. Like I don't. I don't think. I feel like you're just being yourself in every movie. And you're not that interesting. 
<laughs> so it's like <laughs> if you if you weren't having everything rest on Liv's very capable shoulders and it mm-hmm. was focused more on James and that actor could carry it, you, then we would you know, we wouldn't get all the sneaky shots of the home. And maybe it would be sneaky shots of him being like followed by one or two of these masked people while the other mm. person is like maybe interspersed shots of Liv being stalked at home. And then it would, I feel those moments because it's just him driving to get cigarettes and being sad in a car. So that would maybe give more of you know, us seeing him as a character and letting that character breathe. So then at least we're more vested in one of them. Cause right yes. now we're, we're like, we're invested in neither, but you know, <laughs> exactly. seeing that like maybe, maybe he's just, cause he also has downed like a bottle of champagne at this point before he drives to go. So, you know, maybe he's making drunk calls to people so we can just see his state of mind. And, you know, again, even if he's being too over, like catastrophizing this situation we still get to see him be like oh shit you know like this is obviously not what's gonna happen but maybe like he's on the phone with like his brother or something maybe we find out he has a brother and he's just like man chet this reminds me of the time (laughs) reminds me of the time that dad left mom you remember because he just said you lied to me when i proposed to you and stuff blah 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 and just like (laughs) Or, you know, we get that one thing when he's trying to uh, load the shotgun and he's like fucking around with it, can't figure it out. He's like, I don't know how to, it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then Liv goes, but you, you said you used to hunt all the time. He's like, nah, that's just something I said. I'm like, okay, that's just a random thing you threw in, Mm -hmm. like dialogue wise, which has, sure, it means he's like built him like it makes us have to do more work like okay he like lied about that dumb thing what other things but that's huge and that could have really played into how we view their relationship how we view him maybe he's just been lying Mm -hmm. about all these maybe there was a string of burglaries people have heard about and he's like no it's safe let's go just let's save money and stay at my parents cabin you know Mm -hmm. we don't need to I, just these dumb little things that would at least if I hated that guy, that's at least some emotion I can hold on to. Yeah, it's the show. Don't tell it's it's to, to give us a good idea of what this relationship is. I mean, if you want to compare it to me like a Midsommar does it really well of like understanding like the relationship between is it Danny is the main character in that and Christopher or whatever like their relationship is clearly very broken she is and and on both sides they're both very toxic she is very reliant on him he is very distant he's breaking away but that's all done not from Chris talking to his friends saying gee Danny is doing these things we we get it from the we see it we see it happen and play out so then now this entire movie that really does kind of hinge on those relationships makes sense and we care because like okay we've seen we get we have a good sense of these things have happened before who these people are now we're rooting for someone or someone's a villain or we're both on both sides like you have a a point of view that's being explored but in this it's like it's just it's just nothing it's nothing (laughs) it's just nothing it's boring like that yeah no I, i i think as i've gotten older and started to you know look at the media i consume critically the best shit i've ever seen is because it's 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 good characters and we care about these people so even if the plot's not that interesting the fact that you have people that you can connect to in some way or that at the very least you understand or you know who they are can really make an interesting story otherwise it's just watching a home invasion that just feels like kind of just unnecessary gratuitous torture porn but there's nothing interesting um i was looking at the reception critical reception of this movie um it has a 48 percent rotten tomatoes which i'd say it's fair um and i think the criticism has been very similar um oh this is perfect um 
Elizabeth Weitzman of the New York Daily News compared the film to 2007's Vacancy, a comparison which does strangers no favors. Vacancy director Nimrod Antal uh, gave us a pair of heroes who fought like hell to survive, becoming closer and stronger in the effort. Bertino's underdeveloped protagonists are colossally stupid and frustratingly <laughs> passive. But that's what it is. They're just, they're just, things are happening to them, but it's like... They don't react like people, and they also don't react like people who want to survive. They also don't react like people who have personalities that would explain why they're behaving this way. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah. hello, who's there? Oh, why are you doing this? Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, I think this is all just, I would not say what we've been saying is roundabout, but this is just a very lovely, prolonged way of saying character work. Character work matters. And as someone yeah. whose um, weakest improv skill is character work, <laughs> I feel that. But yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's anything. It, it, it's literally anything. So you have shitty characters who we don't care about. You have a shitty story. Bottom line. So, uh, the stranger is, I, yeah, I don't have much else to say about it, honestly. I'm just kind of. But, you know, <laughs> what would you have to say if these, if the strangers were black? Actually, I don't mm. even care if the strangers were black. I will say this about black strangers is the whole movie goes on and you're like, Bagface is wearing this suit and running around and blah, blah, blah. And then in the morning when they finally tie them up and go to kill him, you're like, you're wearing a brown suit? What the fuck? <laughs> that was the big that was the biggest reveal of that movie. I'm like, oh, you're not wearing a black suit. Okay. Mm. Crazy. Interesting choice. Oh, it's also <laughs> you very like middle management. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, you you're the you're the big man of the five hundred population town you live in. But uh <laughs> but uh, before we go on to our, our usual black take, I will say <laughs> That one thing that took me out of this frequently is they're in the woods and, you know, they're running around. You'll hear them. There were like crunchy trees. Like mm -hmm. twigs. When, yeah. When when James is trying to get to the garage and he's like army crawling with a shotgun and then he's going to try and shoot one of them. And then the person shines a light on him and Bagface comes barreling out. I'm like. He's when you see him, it's not like he's a big hefty guy, but he like you know he's got some build on him, but not the kind of build mm -hmm. that he's not Usain Bolt fast, you know. Like you, <laughs> you should have been able to hear him coming with enough time, and because he even gets to turn around and see Bagface coming to like kick him and knock him out or something, that's uh -huh. ambiguous. But it's like you should have been able to catch that sooner, just shoot him in the face as he was right above you. You know, and he's and Bagface in particular is wheezing anytime he's on screen. <laughs> I'm like, this man is not he, built oh, to run. <laughs> yeah, Aww. which means he can't run quietly or be quiet <laughs> in general. So I will say it is very impressive that the opening when we first finally see anyone in the house is that Bagface when he's just hiding in the doorway. And he could calm his wheezing for five minutes, but not over the course of like an hour. Like, ah, uh, that was dumb. But how would this movie be different if it were black characters? I think we've kind of already touched on it. They'd, they'd think, they'd react. They wouldn't be in the middle of nowhere. I don't know any black people who live like, or I guess it's a vacation home, but even then, like, I don't, think I've ever, I don't think I've ever like vacation in the middle of nowhere. We don't do that. I, um, I, don't, I don't. I don't think that's like a. I, black, going, I think I, that's a very white person thing. White people are so obsessed with having space and having room to themselves, because hence colonialism. So they just fucking live in the sleep, live in and vacation in the middle of fucking nowhere, so that no one can hear you scream. <laughs> I was going to say. I was like, well, my family had like. Uh, like one of my mom's cousins had this cabin out, and I'm like, oh yeah, mom, white mom's cousins. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that holds. Oh true. yeah, my mom's white. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, none of my. It's like, yeah, all of all of my black families' uh, cabins are all in the middle of the city. 
(laughs) 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 Or at the very least, if like I've I've been like um like to a cabin situation, but you could see other cat like they were close enough like there's other people around us. You're never just like literally by yourself. It's like no. Oh no. And like this cabin was like it would be a two minute walk but you could see the next place and they were all along a lake they were all actual lake cabins so if a shot went off you guaranteed everyone heard it you know exactly (laughs) if i scream someone will hear me screaming like i don't do and i'm pretty sure that the reason why black people don't do that shit is for that reason so people can hear me scream if anything happens to me so there's that like unless unless the strangers wants to happen in like my apartment, y'all want to. Like, <laughs> I, I, feel- love, I love to imagine this movie, but it's just like in a two bedroom. <laughs> it's just them trying to like, hide, but it's a very small apartment. Like I, I can I, see you. I see you. I see, you're right there. I'm. I'm leaving. I'm leaving, and I'm going to the police station that is only five blocks away from me because it's Chicago. And, but like. <laughs> it's ridiculous i was thinking too like even just aspects of the movie just <laughs> taking them and just like if i was showing up in the middle of the night to pick up a friend and someone had shot my window i'd be screaming my ass off who did that i mean i'd be scared that i was going to get shot but i'd be like who the fuck did that and, like that would happen or even if i didn't address it to them i would just scream an expletive because i was angry and then it would be and then when i go to the door to check on the house i would not just also walk in even if the door was open i would knock loudly and be like hey yo it's me hey you you good you yeah, good I'm like what's going on like what are you doing in there why are you listening to this sh- why are you listening to this shit country I'm also not coming over alone. If I came to the door and like look suspicious, oh. I'm call- like y'all, yo, come, 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 come into this house with me. I'm not going myself. The fuck, fuck that. No, I'm not. Or, or I'm doing the thing that I, my mom, I always used to do is like I'm gonna come in, but I'm on the phone. So like, make sure they know like, hey, hi, yeah, I'm talking to my big boyfriend. Don't you fucking try anything? So you know, you try anything, they know where I am. <laughs> It's, yeah. And also, taking that another practical step further, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know, man. If I was aware, even if, like, going a small distance, picking someone up, I'm like, yo, you want to ride with me? Does anyone want to go with me? Right. <laughs> like, I'm not driving into the woods by myself. I would, I would absolutely not go into the, I, I would, yes, I would be like, hey, yo, I'm going to go pick up so-and-so. Yeah, you know, he you know, he live out in the fucking woods. Like, come, come around with me real quick. Like, going you know, and also, I'll, I'll take it a step further. I'm a little scared shit. Someone <laughs> shoots my window when I'm not even on their property. I might turn around. Because <laughs> we're black. And so I'm like, oh, shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I got shot without even being near your house. I don't know what's I happening there. I will peel off. And as I'm driving, I will, I will call you on speaker and be like, hey, yo, I just came to your house. Someone yeah. shot my door. I'm going to fuck. Like, I don't know what kind of racist ass neighbors you got, but they shoot it, right. so I'm going. And I mean, like, he gets out of the car and walks around. Like, he didn't even he didn't even think about tearing off into the driveway to get to the house as quick as he could. He, you know, how long is that driveway? We don't see any clear, definitive shots of how long it is or isn't. But even the little we see, it's a pretty lengthy driveway. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get out on the streets where I was just shot at. And I'm going to walk to the front door because I'm a white man with strength and integrity. I have I have some strong words for this shooter. Excuse yeah. me, young man who he shot already, my car. Like, he already had a, like that. He already had a letter like inked up, ready to give, strongly worded. <laughs> no, they would they would play that scene out. But it'd be from the perspective of uh, Kristen and uh, what's his face. So, like, they James. hear me coming up the drive. They hear, like, a car, like, oh, great, like, sneaks on the way. Then they hear the pow, pow, pow. And you just hear, like, the skirt. And just, like, you hear me, like, peel off. And she's gone. <laughs> like, it's no question. But you see? And then that would work out. So then when fucking Bagface came to get them, yeah, then they would have shot him. You know it's not him. me. Because yeah. I drove away. 
I left. Oh, oh no, that couldn't be Sonic. I'd recognize those tire screeches anyway. <laughs> like I've heard her Nissan, peel off one too many that times. Nissan left. <laughs> oh man. And you might also hear me scream, oh shit, they shooting as I'm driving away. <laughs> oh. oh man. What a magical. People, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say, I don't know any of my relatives, white or black, that are going to propose in a parking lot. So then they already would have had their wits about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they wouldn't have the added layer of like the, the sadness filter where they're like, oh, I can't hear strangers' footsteps on crunchy leaves. I'm just so sad. Yeah. You know, black people extra. You know, she wants you to propose like in front of the family on like Christmas. Like you're not proposing in the parking lot. Come on now. <laughs> if that fa- that family's in the parking lot, maybe. <laughs> Church parking lot after we all left for Easter Sunday, perhaps. Otherwise, you better fucking propose to her at the family brunch where is everyone the- can have their phone out, take a picture of you. Is while that the you first propose. thing uh, your mom said when you told her the news? She was like, "Why wasn't the family at the parking lot? We would have um, stood outside." similarly so i'm the opposite of what i just described that i'm very i'm very like cagey about having stuff like that in front of people i want it to be like private because i'm very nervous so when it happened i just laughed nervous laughter the whole time it was just me just cackling like a crazy person before saying yeah i just was laughing and i think evan said at one point he was like yeah i got nervous he just kept laughing (laughs) i was like uh No, that's um, honest. That's an honest thing, right? Like I would, I feel you should, and that puts a lot of pressure on the person whom you're asking. It's like maybe they want to say no for the reasons we said. Like it's not out of not loving you. It's just like, yo, I, I let me pay off my car and then I'll say yes. But But you know, I'm not, I'm not about to say that in front of the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no. But after it happened, I called my mom, of course, to tell her and. She's not coming anymore. Originally, we had, I don't know, we very foolishly thought that she'd be able to come for Thanksgiving. Not happening because yeah. COVID still happening. Um, but at this time, that plan was still in place. I call her and I'm like, yeah, he just proposed. And she's like, oh, man, he, why didn't he wait until I was there for Thanksgiving? So I was like, so he should have proposed in front of just you? <laughs> like, No. <laughs> No, ma'am. But no, she also wanted it to be like a public thing that the family saw. And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> that's a negative oh, god your yeah. life sounds magical i know your, li- your life sounds magical because you're not you're not softly whispering to murderers in your house please leave i'm scared that, why are you doing this and that's why honestly how this? she talks the whole time but why why are you doing this And you see, were you talking to the strangers? Were you talking to your not fiance? Who knows? Please go get me cigarettes. I can't possibly fall asleep without my nicotine fix. Please get me a glass of water. I'm so parched. And then eventually she starts <laughs> dropping out like every other word. It's just like, well, cigarette. <laughs> and then she just, then it's like just a, really a lot of noise. Video, video call. <laughs> yeah. I, and then just just all glottal fry what liz what the hell are you doing she's like it's an acting choice (laughs) is this not what you like but i will answer that question with an answer of my own i can't do anything else no it's like sis speak up Ugh. but anyway that was the movie. I, I, don't watch it. Listen to this <laughs> podcast. You, you already listened to it if you're listening to this part. Don't watch this movie. It's doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> so boring. It's so dumb. But keep t- uh, stay tuned because next week, as we decided, we're going to continue our shortened No Neighbors November with Funny Games, which is actually a good movie, which is also like really scary, scary. So if you don't watch the movie, just listen to the podcast and we'll tell you what happens because it's so good keep your eyes and ears peeled give us some five-star reviews yeah we need reviews we don't have we have like enough not enough reviews give us more reviews 
please, please and thank you. Um, feel free to donate to the podcast. Um, our donation is just mine or Sneak's Venmo. Um, if you hit us up on the Twitter or the po- <laughs> on the uh, the Instagram, we'll we'll let you know. We just need we just need money. We're in deep with a lot of podcasters, and we we just don't have a way out. Believe me. <laughs> and it's almost Christmas, so I'd like to buy um, Tiny Tim a little little gift. I'd like to get him a Christmas yeah. goose, and those are expensive. They're so expensive. The prices have really gone up in recent years. It's crazy. And we also, I don't know if you know this, but uh, We Die First Productions have three very thrilling projects on uh, on our docket, and, you know, they require funding, so... Cherry Falls mm-hmm. being the first of them. Yes, they do. Um, but yeah, guys, keep listening, keep learning, keep loving, keep you know, live laughing and keep loving. Listening. You know, we're listening. Keep sucking, we're learning. keep fucking, keep <laughs> 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 I'm so rude. I no, did not yeah. think that's what was coming out of your mouth. <laughs> they never do, and then they Gross. And <laughs> they, that's part of the <laughs> They never see it coming. <laughs> oh no, um, that's not good. On that so, note, yeah. <laughs> on that note, keep uh, keep checking us out. We've got some cool stuff coming up as we close out this hell of a year, and hopefully, starting off a what will hopefully be a better year come January. True that. Mm-hmm. Here's All to right. you, Spooky Squad. Yes, cheers to you, Spooky Squad. Clank, clank, clank. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Keep listening. <laughs> 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 <laughs>